Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. value through these podcasts and if I have please be sure to leave a review and subscribe send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook let me know what you want to hear more of and your thoughts on the podcast and please please be sure to share this with your friends family co-workers employees I can't begin to tell you how much this stuff means to me sincerely thank you so I've received a few requests to share content around ghosting around reaching out to, say, someone like a a recruiter, employers, people you are trying to connect with in general, and having zero responses from those people. There's a couple of sides to this from my perspective. You have the the professional side, and then you have the the personal side. Professional side being, you know, those scenarios where you're you're working with maybe a recruiter, trying to directly communicate with an employer, and so on. The personal side being maybe, you know, family, friends, people you know, general acquaintances. And for those two pillars, if you will, there are a few pieces. You have the emotional side of it, reaching out multiple times with zero luck and judging yourself due to not receiving a reply from those people. I've spent a bunch of time around judging yourself and being your worst enemy. Just because, and this goes for the professional and the personal side of this, just because a recruiter, an employer doesn't get back to you has zero reflection, zero reflection necessarily on your resume or you just as a person, as a human. The more you let those thoughts eat away at you, the less likely you're going to be to put yourself out there. And let me pause there for a sec. This is with a multitude of things throughout walks of life. 
the second that most cases that someone gets pushed back, someone doesn't respond, they don't like the answer, the reaction wasn't what they have expected or what they were expecting, excuse me, that is the second where people are less likely to step one foot in front of the other. That's where people are less likely to put themselves out there because they let in with expecting a certain type of response. And I feel this is a huge, huge thing and a multitude of things throughout life, but a big one when it comes to to ghosting, when it comes to reaching out or putting yourself out there, sending your resume to an employer, working with a recruiter or anybody. Normally, when when we set out to do something, we have subconsciously built in our heads. This is what I'm expecting. So the and there's there's a piece of that where i pause and i say the audacity for someone to think that that someone owes you a response now i know that's going to be a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow but the sooner you can get away from leading with expectation the sooner you can get away from expecting something in return because you think you're owed it or you think you're you're the perfect candidate for a job or you just need that response to help you emotionally, the second that you can push those thoughts out, that that moment is where you will win. Because the only reason that we get crushed as humans when we either say I love you for the first time or, you know, are the first one to to reach in for a hug or we're the first one to send an email to a startup or we're the it's the first time we sit down with an owner of a company or it's the first time working with a recruiter. Any of the scenarios are the same. When you step into that zone, when you step into the that moment, you step in with the expectation that something is going to be received, that you are owed something. That's basically what it comes down to. The second that you can realize that you are not owed shit, and I'm not going to sugarcoat this, you are not owed anything. You are the creator. You are the one who sets the tone for everything. Again, going back to the control aspect of life, we control everything. Now, that leads me to my second point. Ghosting has zero reflection on you unless you're leading with that mentality that you are owed, you are deserved something, which is not the case with anything in life. And it has zero reflection on you and your character. If someone doesn't want to respond to you, if someone doesn't want to engage with you, whether that be an employer, a recruiter, a friend, a family member, that's on them. It says more about their character than it says about you. And I think a lot of people take this this lead that because someone hasn't responded, that speaks to my character and me as a person. And that is so far from the truth. And a huge reason is because we as humans lack context. We rarely pause to say what's going on or understand taking the time to understand what's happening behind the scenes. You have zero understanding what's going on with that specific company you've applied to. You have zero context behind the actual maybe individual hiring, the type of business or culture or just general just generally how that business is ran. You don't have a clue. You could apply to somewhere and then all of a sudden you find out that their their mother died. We just don't understand. So again, going back to the the audacity of some people to think that you're expected 
you know, you're expecting a, a response from some somebody in the first place is crushing in itself, leading in without zero expectation. I'm going to apply for this job. I'm going to communicate with this person. And if they don't respond to me, I'm going to continue to try. But that has zero to do with my character or who I am as a person. And I want to this is I want to pause here for a moment because we live in a in a world where connecting is a very very easy. We have platforms like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Twitter, the list goes on and on. There are a number of scenarios where I've seen people say I, I tried to reach out to that person, I couldn't get a hold of them. I'm like, well, how did you try to get out? How did you try to get in contact with them? And this this goes with anybody in sales, getting a new job, uh, business development, starting a new business. I don't care what it is. The fact is that we have a multitude of choices when it comes to communicating. And on top of even the social aspect, we have the in-person aspect of things. You know where it all started? And I feel that a lot of people have got sucked into the social aspect of it and are hesitant in fear to have that in-person communication and that handshake. And that is not me. That is not me saying that social is, a, is, is bad at all. I think it's a wonderful thing and it's a great tool for the personal side of things and the, the professional side of things. But if you're sitting there and saying that, you know, I've 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 been ghosted by a recruiter, by an employer, by a family member. How have you tried to reach out to them? Have you tried? And maybe more, this is more on the professional side of things as opposed to the personal side of things. And I'll get to that in a moment. But on the professional side, have you tried to connect with them on Twitter? Have you tried sending them a LinkedIn? Have you tried emailing them a video, holding up a, a piece of paper with their name on it saying, hey, John, I just want five minutes of your time just to really express my capabilities and the value that I'm going to bring to the business. Have you tried these things? There's about a million different ways that you can get through to someone. And there, there are plenty of stories out there, but there was this story of a woman that was trying to get a job as an executive, as a business. She called that person every single day at lunch for like a couple of months until he finally picked up and said, what the hell do you want? And guess what? She ended up getting the job because she was persistent. I'll give you a little story from my journey. When I, when I was even younger than I am now... I tried to read, reach out to a multi-chain store. They probably had, I think at the time, maybe 14 or 18 different locations. And I was having zero success getting to the CEO of this business. So I decided that I was going to call every single store that they owned and call them multiple times throughout the week. And finally, at the time, our VP came in and said, Scott, I need to talk to you for a sec. And the first thing that crossed my mind is, oh, shit, I've done something wrong. And he said, I just got a phone call from the biggest retailer pissed off that you have called every single one of his stores multiple times over the course of three months, however long it was. And I thought in that moment, I was like, damn, I'm in a bad spot. And he said, I'm super excited that you did that because it is the reason that the CEO ended up calling my cell phone. And, and that is a huge lesson. Persistency 
is key. I think that a lot of people lead into these scenarios where they're reaching out to recruiters, employers, again, whoever it is, and they feel when you don't get a response the first time, all is lost. You don't have, again, going back to the contact situation, you don't understand how buried they might be in emails or how crazy things are over at the business or maybe how poor of a, of a manager or an executive, a director, whoever, that they are as a person. And that's okay. Again, that has zero reflection on you as a person and your capabilities or your skills or your resume necessarily. We need to spend more time. We need to spend more time being more creative. And this is what I love. Listen, BMW and Audi exist and continue to exist because BMW will come out with a better car, maybe better safety features, better tech features, whatever the case is. And then that makes Audi step up their game and say, we need to come out with a safer, more fuel efficient, more gadgets in this car to outplay our competitor. And that is the world that harnesses creativity. That is the world that creates opportunity and creates forward movement. You as a person need to step up your game if you think you are owed any type of response. If you think you're owed any type of response from anybody, again, more on the professional side of things, then you need to step up your game like Audi and BMW or GMC and Ford. You need to become creative in the ways that you're reaching out to people. Leading with expectation is where you will get crushed. And again, that bleeds right into my point about being creative. If you are going to be creative and put the time behind it because you know it's worth it to get that new job or to reach out to that, you know, potential future business partner, whatever the case is, you need to be creative because that means there are about 5 million other people that are thinking along the same lines. And that means that you need to step it up and and come out with something bigger and better and more creative to, to grab that attention. It is the whole reason that businesses are involved, are interacting on social media is because they're trading attention. You are a personal brand when you think about it. You are a personal brand. The way that a business perceives you, the way that your friends perceive you, the way that an employer recruiter perceives you, they're all different. So that means how do I create my personal brand? And that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to create a personal Facebook page and start to leverage that, but that means that you need to be trading off attention. How do I capture the employer's attention? And again, that might be things like sending them a video message through LinkedIn, through email. That might mean writing a hand letter and actually sending it to the employer. I think that we've we've gotten into a world, again, where, where we are so connected, we are so connected digitally that we think that is the only path in, in most of these scenarios, when that just cannot be further from the truth. What's stopping you from sending a letter? What's stopping you from actually finding out that, you know, you connect with this individual on LinkedIn or you see that through their LinkedIn profile that they um, belong to a golf group and they play golf every Wednesday or that organization, that group plays golf every Wednesday and you, I don't know, Try to try to you know increase your swing or increase your skills at golf, and oh, you purposely run into this individual. There are a million different avenues, but ghosting has zero reflection on your character. I feel that a lot of people try a few different things and say that's it. 
you are not going to be a, a, a nuisance. Let's just play the scenario. Let's say you, you slam someone's inbox. And again, there's a fine line with everything. But let's say you inundate the, the inbox, their inbox, with a bunch of messages on how you're going to add value to their organization or maybe that specific department. And they never get back to you. Do you really think that there's going to be negativity surrounding that scenario when they talk to their other coworkers or other people? Oh, by the way, I had this guy, I had this girl that reached out to me, you know, hit up my phone once a week, sent me an email twice a week. Someone else is going to see, hear about that and say, you know what? That person has drive. That person is hungry. I look for it all the time with candidates. I look for that. I want people to come up to me and say, hey, when a position has opened up where I can step up, I'm ready for this and I'm hungry and I want it because those are things you cannot teach. You can train up anybody on how to how to sell a computer or a, a microphone or how to work in a, a business development team or how to how to do a specific SOP in a marketing department. Whatever the case is, you can train all those things. But the thing that you can't train, that's drive, that's hunger, that's wanting that opportunity. And when an employer, a recruiter, a partner, a colleague sees that, they know that there's something special behind that. And that means that it needs to be shared and you need to put yourself out there and you need to leverage that. But you cannot beat yourself up because someone has not gotten back to you. Now let's switch to the personal side, which there are a few components on the professional side that that bleeds into. If you are spending your time trying to connect with, say, a friend from college or a friend from high school, and you feel like you're doing all the work to connect with them, drop, drop that friend. And that is not malicious. That is not bad at all. We only have, and I've said this a lot, and I'll continue to spread this word, we only have so much time on this planet. If someone is not going to engage on the personal level with you, then that is on them, and that speaks to their character, not yours. You are not a bad person because you have disengaged, you have disconnected from that relationship with your friend or with your your past colleague or friend that you used to have in high school or college, you need to move on. I think we hold back and we think that we need some type of closure. Why did that person never reach out to me? I can't believe, you know, they just stopped communicating with me. And this goes for relationships too. I feel like there are are plenty of relationships where it's happened that the other person has walked out on the relationship and here you are six months later, a year later, and you can't wrap your head around why it happened. Why are you even spending the time, emotionally dedicating the time to worrying about that scenario and trying to understand what happened? What are you trying to accomplish? If there's some self-reflection in there, could I have done things differently? Could I have done things better? Could I have stepped up? Could I have been emotionally involved or more in the moment? Great. Those things are fine. But wasting your emotional energy on why something happened or why someone ghosted you is completely irrelevant because you will never, there are just going to be guesses because something that you are missing in this entire equation is the context. And this goes for every walk of life. I see this all the time. You drive through somewhere like Boston, everybody honks, flicks you off. You drive somewhere out in Washington, Oregon, California, if someone honks, they're waving at you. 
we just lack contacts. The, the, the person out in Washington, Oregon, California could honk and wave at you and then you turn your head and you'd flick you off. Here in New England, in the, in the Boston area, they'll flick you off to your face. But you don't understand what happened. Maybe their mother is extremely sick and they are having a difficult time handling that emotions. We just do not know. We make so many assumptions with everything between our personal life, between our professional career. You're spending the time trying to understand and analyze someone and, and how they're going about their day instead of spending the time saying, how do I move forward? It's the same thing. If you go to your boss, you go to your, your VP, your director, your manager, whoever, and you're constantly talking about the problem, you're spending less time and you're not devoting the energy putting all of that thought into the solution. What's the next step? We spend so much time focusing on the what happened that we're not thinking about the the creative, the how do I grab the attention? How do I create the next step for me to move forward in life? We need to spend more time thinking about the solution and spending less time judging ourselves on the problem, quote unquote, or what currently happened. And the more time that we can devote to gathering contacts, the more time that we can be forward think thinkers and think about the solution and how we get there and how we trade that attention, the, the greater chances that you will grow as an individual. Thanks so much for listening. It means the world to me. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And for a closer look into my journey and more motivational content, please be sure to like my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore mind. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. 